Hey guys, welcome to season two of Avoiding the Crowd. Next up is our first episode where we talk a little bit about love. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Avoiding the Crowd season two. My co-host, Marlena Torres, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Hello. We made it. Season two. How awesome are we? <laughs> Very awesome. Not that I guess I think we're awesome anyway, but um, we ended up taking about a three-week break to just not uh, sort of worry about this and kind of come back to it fresh and sort of figure out the next season. And um, I think it was good. We obviously didn't do all the things we wanted to do just yet, but I think that's going to happen in like the next week when we really sort of hone in on on the new season. But um, I'm so pumped and I'm so proud of us. We did 21 episodes last season, which is just wild. Um, those of you tuning in for the first time, I hope you got a chance to listen to season one. And if you haven't, we'd love for you to, to catch up on it and, uh, and obviously start tuning in regularly. Send us your questions. We have an email, avoidingthecrowdpodcast at gmail.com. If you go to anchor.fm, I think it's anchor.fm slash avoiding the crowd. You can leave us a voice message is one of our favorite things. Um, obviously, if you have any questions, uh, personal or not, we are happy to answer things anonymously. And if you want to be a guest, because I was thinking about that, Marlena, because what this season is going to revolve around, it would be fun to have people on from like, <clears throat> excuse me, from uh like relationships in like different state states of like newlyweds or like people that have married for thousands of years or people mm -hmm. that met on the internet or whatever. Like how cool would that be? That would um, be cool. But uh, yeah. So before we sort of just give everybody a lowdown of the new season, how's it going? I can't believe this is still happening. I know. I know. I was just talking <laughs> about that yesterday. Um, it's going really well. We are homeschooling um, my uh -huh. daughter, and yep. we we started like officially last week. So oh, wow. okay. it's been like it's interesting because like I I've taught before, like I worked at her school the past two years. I taught ninth grade, like that's I've, mm -hmm. but I've never taught this age. <laughs> yep. So it's like very yeah. new to me. And I even took like a seminar, um, like class mm -hmm. over the summer to yeah. prepare. And I still feel kind of not lost, but I was just talking to, I don't feel lost. I'm just, it's new, you know, Of course. Um, but I feel lucky because I have a lot of people around me who are very helpful. Like yeah. um, my daughter's violin piano teacher is like she is a t she taught at Allie's old school and she's like mm -hmm. she has her master she's been teaching for she's amazing so she's been That's helping so cool. me um and she's just like the most patient like creative type person <laughs> like she's mm -hmm. the type of person that'll tell you like don't do this because this will stifle her creativity you know like you want to oh, like kind of God, she's, so cool. she's the best <laughs> like I recommend her to everybody because she's just like she's perfect. I want her to she's, be my Sure. She's yeah. so great. I can give you her number because she's <laughs> been homeschooling her son for um, this is her second year homeschooling him. Oh, wow. Um, but she's taught like in schools, public schools, Waldorf schools. Um, she's That's taught music. Cool. She teaches Spanish. Like she just, she's just amazing. 
Um, so yeah. I feel very lucky that I have That's that. That's great, yeah. Um, and there's so many people homeschooling. Like, we're part of a homeschool group from mm. her her school that she um, – I mean, she went for a week and a half because we moved and changed schools oh, mid-year, and then everything shut down. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we have, like – she's going to be doing, like, knitting with other kids and, like, everything's, like, outside. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, it's – yeah, knitting's, like, That's a big nice. thing with the school. But anyway um, – yeah, it's going well. She's really excited. Mm-hmm. So Good. I'm um, glad. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not to not to cut you off, but I was talking to my cousin too because I have um, his kids. I I guess they're like elementary school age, maybe the one middle. I was saying like you know homeschooling is not a bad thing, and I said what a great no. opportunity to have for like communities to actually come together and say like five parents commit to being like we're gonna be safe and we're gonna do this so our kids can socialize but and Mm -hmm. be like really supportive and I'm like that's not a far-fetched idea and and flat out said he's like but you can't really trust that all the parents are like doing everything like in the same way or on the same level or that they're even staying safe. So if you're getting the kids together and things like that, and I said, yeah, I understand that, but that's, I mean, that's the reality. That's the gamble with anything really you want to trust people. But I was like, I just don't get it. Like, I feel like if I had a kid and of course I don't know because I don't have a kid and it's easier to say than do, but like, I think what a cool time to be like, if you're close to a few parents to say like, Hey guys, why don't we do this for our kids this year and yeah. like come together, commit to doing it and have these mm-hmm. group sessions together. So your kids are still socializing. And mm-hmm. it's like, that doesn't, that actually sounds pretty amazing to me compared yeah, to I'm, real school. <laughs> I'm, I agree. Allie feels the same way and I feel really excited. Yeah. And I also feel like people need to like, be good at risk assessment <laughs> because <laughs> there, there's a lot of like there's a lot of problems that could stem from a child basically hibernating in their home and not socializing for right. until this is over like we have to of course be cautious I'm not saying like go let your kids right. sneeze in other kids mouths or anything like right. that or like even share <laughs> snacks you know right. or like yeah. lick each other because I mean kids do weird things sometimes <laughs> but um yeah like there's I mean there's a lot of other issues that you know we have to use our brains Mm -hmm. not that your was it your cousin doesn't have a brain or wasn't using their brain but it's like I feel like it's so easy to get wrapped up Mm -hmm. in the fear like when this course happened like we hibernated Mm -hmm. for two weeks and then after a while I was like okay let's let's think let's like you know but I was just so so scared so yeah anyway yeah no, I get yes. it. I mean, I'm sure the struggle for parents is like, I mean, I can't wrap my head around it, of course, but yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah. And but. it's been sad. Like I got her, I got her, her, like they call them end of year reports from Waldorf <laughs> schools. I finally yep. got it because we had moved obviously and they didn't have our new address and everything. I finally got it last week and I was just, I felt so sad because it just brought back all these memories. Like these people were like our family, you know? And when we moved, it was like, you know, well, we're still going to see everybody. We're only like an hour and 20 minutes. It's not that Uh far, you know, for like play dates or like to see people that I've, she's basically that we've we've been so close to. And like, we've seen nobody because of this. And it's, it's like, it's okay, I guess. But it's also like, sometimes it just kind of feels, it was just really sad, but 
I mean, I know there are worse things, but it is a lot for kids. It's hard for kids to understand. And I feel like it's just easy for the parents to get wrapped up in the news and just like the busyness of life and like, you know, everyone being home. Um, Yeah. It's, it's like, it's easy to get wrapped up in everything and not realize like what's actually lost, you know? Right. Um, I don't know. They're like, they're so resilient. So like Mm -hmm. they don't understand but you tell them something and they're like, okay, it's yeah. just what it is. But it's like, you know, oh, there she is. Um, yeah, she, she's giggles, Magoo, over here. We don't know, like, the long-term effects of, like, you know, I'm so curious to, like, hear what these kids have to say, like, down the line and, like, their memory of it and, like, what do they, you know, I how know. they felt back on it. But, yeah. yeah. And I think, um, kind of going to roll into what our season is going to be looking at, like talking yes. about relationships mm-hmm. is like how it's especially like only like single children, mm-hmm. like not having any siblings. So what, what that might feel like or what that might look like. And again, cause they go with the flow sometimes. So you, mm-hmm. you don't really know sometimes what kids are feeling or whatever, because they don't always show it. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, it's just, um, it's, I have no idea. I have no idea from your perspective. Yeah. Um, well, we're I'm getting a puppy. That's, oh, that's how we're, right. yeah. when is happening? <laughs> I don't know. We, we, we thought it was going to happen early November, but then this okay. dog's not pregnant. So we don't know. Uh, oh, I know how sad, uh, right? Wait, I was really I'm sad. Sorry. She was, but sometimes oh. it doesn't happen, you know? And dogs are hot commodity right now. So finding a dog is really hard. Like I've applied to shelters and like no one gets back to me. It's crazy. I'm like desperate dog lady over here. But anyway. Yeah. Well, it's a good time to get a pet. (laughs) I mean, it's just one of the big things that's happening through all this where like people are finally, they're Mm -hmm. they're not putting off all the things they've been talking about for a long time. Um, And that that's really what it is. So it's like. Um, so yeah, everybody for this season, we were talking about, um, sort of like our umbrella topic being around relationships, whether that's romantic relationships or, um, you know, partners or family or friends. And, um, so my whole thing was like, uh, sort of reassessing being single and 36, I'll be 37 in October. And like, just got out of this relationship that moved out of my apartment and now I'm like ready to get my groove back and then this shit happens and I'm like (laughs) I'm like destined to be like this spinster girl by myself and I refuse to because that's just not how I want to live my life but like Mm -hmm. so I it's been I am not an online dater. I'm not against it. I, in fact, I love it. I love, I think people that do it are brave and they're really putting themselves out there and like who actually go on dates and meet people, even though I feel like most of my friends that have done it seriously, like either have awful stories or they have stories of like, I don't like anyone. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe you should do some self-reflection because it's just like <laughs> not everyone you meet can be that awful. Like maybe Something's you need to work on something. You. Exactly. And um, so I'm, I just, it doesn't, online dating has never been my thing, has never felt good. I basically signed up for every website for like five minutes. 
like multiple times over like the past 10 years. It's just like, it doesn't feel good to me. I'm very much like an in-person people person. I'm also like not gunning for the, for uh, marriage. So I don't feel like I, mm-hmm. I have like sifting through people and like finding the one. Um, <laughs> but I will say being newly single and out of like a sexless relationship, I'm like, I need something. I need attention. I need whatever mm-hmm. it is. So I'm like, yeah. And so I turned to trusty old friend Tinder, which is hilarious. It is mm-hmm. so wild. There. Um, but yeah, it's been kind of fun sort of letting my guard down too, because I'm very much the person that goes onto these websites and I click like no to everyone, like X everybody out. Like it's just not my <laughs> And, and my friends were like, very Virgo. Yeah, it's just like, I'm like, oh, he's cute. No, thank you. Oh, he looks great. Look how funny he is. Okay, no. And it's all like fear based. And I can say that out loud. It's very like, I get this like weird pit in my stomach of like, if I say I'm, I like them, it, that it means something more. And it, it's almost like, because I feel bad if I were to reject someone. That's another reason mm. I don't. And this is like, this sounds like so like um like full of myself like my ego talking but I'm like I don't want to have to break up with someone or I don't want to have to reject someone because I feel bad so I think I, a lot what, of people feel that way I mean nobody wants to hurt someone's feelings right but like, no one can do it to have to do it as much as I do <laughs> yeah so, uh, so another yeah. thing I think one of our episodes which we kind of like chatted about is like this idea of um like you, like as a girl, the second you're like nice to a guy, of course, this <laughs> general, but mm-hmm. it's like the second you're nice to a guy or like you're really comfortable and just actually being yourself, mm-hmm. that's attractive across the board. Women, you know, male or female, that's attractive. But like, mm-hmm. if, if you like meet a guy and you're all like cool and calm and you're like body language is open and just, and it's not like sexual in any way. That, though, can translate to the guy thinking, like, this girl is into me. And it's like, yeah. no, I'm just actually enjoying your company, and but I don't want anything more with you. But yeah. that's not, I'm learning that's not really how it works in this, like, dating world. And, like, I think guys are so effing sensitive. We just don't live in a society where they're allowed to be. Yeah. So it's like. Everybody it, is so weird but I've been having fun putting myself out there talking to new people excuse me I pick up sound and it's been like really energizing and um I'm just curious you know again like how how relationships they're just so interesting to me everything from like the good and the bad stuff so I feel like this season is going to be really interesting to look at um I mean, I would love to look at some hard facts, too, of, like, people getting married during COVID because it's, like, some people have been in long-term relationships and they sort of got this itch of, like, well, what are we waiting for if, like, this is the end of the world? So yeah. people are getting married finally, you know, which is I think is awesome. But then there's other people that were in long-term relationships and they're, like, this isn't going to work. Like, what are we holding on to, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I think it's such a huge, huge time for everyone and what's going on in the world. And it's really making people reassess what they want in life across the board, um, mm-hmm. but specifically with relationships and whether that's family, friendship, romantic, changing schools, like, you know, mm-hmm. anything. So yeah. 
I think it's going to be fun to look at. I think so uh, too. Um, I'll have some time to share, to share, to share. Jesus, I can't even share. Now it's your turn. <laughs> I'm usually the one doing this. <laughs> I sound foreign. I have some time to share. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. Cause I mean, I feel like, I mean, I have friends that are single and, you know, like they date and it's, this is just a whole, even be honestly, I even think before, um, you know, the lockdowns, um, mm-hmm. you know, all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think it's complicated dating nowadays. You know, uh, I yeah. actually, I, I had a friend who, I had a, a friend, we used to kind of joke about, not jo- like, we're actually serious. I mean, it was funny, but it's like, we want to do an ebook on like how to date circa now because <laughs> like of the online world, right. like how it's just, it makes everything different. Like she would be dating mm-hmm. someone and it's like, he's not watching my stories or he is watching mm-hmm. my stories and he's not commenting. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I feel like if I couldn't do this, yeah. like when I met Enrico, oh. people weren't even texting. Like it was... It so like it, it was another dating world back then but now with this it's like I mean loneliness is a real thing you know <laughs> you can't like yeah, it is. like I feel I so bad for people like I know it's hard you know like it's hard on children and parents being home with children that's mm-hmm. hard too but this is like mm-hmm. a different sort like I have friends that are single and living alone and it's like when is this going to be over like what are these people going to do like you need to have interaction like even like hardcore introverts need people you know unless you're a monk even then it's like can't all become monks right and monks don't live alone (laughs) like they don't live alone yeah so i know it's pretty wild. I mean, I will say too, from my my minuscule perspective of being on Tinder, like there are so many um, profiles on there now. And it's like, obviously you don't know what to believe, but I'm just going to have faith that these people are being honest. And like, there's a lot of profiles that say, well, if this quarantine thing keeps going on, like this is why I'm on here. So basically like there's mm-hmm. even my profile now I added to it at the bottom. It's like part of the quarantine made me do it club. <laughs> because people are saying, like new to this quarantine made me do it you know here to How check is it going to meet people i know so it's um yeah i'm uh i'm looking forward to sh- sharing some stories about what has been going on and um it's been really wild and it 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 can very quickly make you go a little crazy as far as like if you end up talking to somebody or connecting with somebody and even like meeting up with somebody and then it just sort of goes away. You're like, but that was like the greatest two days or we, you know, mm. I talked to somebody on the phone for four hours a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. Ago. Oh, that's so nice. It's amazing, right? Yeah. I actually, I have a friend, I may have mentioned this in the last season, but I have a friend who started like dating someone basically via text over this mm-hmm. whole quarantine Mm-hmm. And like they've since since actually spent time together, but she said it was mm-hmm. like the best because mm-hmm. it was just like connection and there was no right. like pressure around anything, right. you know, because like it sounds, I mean, maybe it doesn't sound stupid, but it's like, if you're like dating, it's like when you meet someone, there's always that first impression upon seeing them and like, mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just so much. And I don't right. know, like even just like she said, like not being physical, like it was this right. whole like stress she didn't have to deal with for her like that felt stressful yeah. like she's come out of several like 
bad relationships. Mm-hmm. So this was just, it was just so refreshing to her <laughs> and it's yeah. actually working out really nicely. That's um, so cool. But it's like, I feel like, I mean, that's, I feel like yeah. that's an exception, you know, like you're, I feel like it's right. a very kind of magical thing <laughs> to happen. Right. Not that it can't happen to everybody, but it's like, right. and it's also like, it's, it's like, like the background of what's going on. So it's mm-hmm. like shit. And it's like you wonder too, and not to not because it's they're bad people or something would change like drastically, mm-hmm. but like if this were the normal world, mm-hmm. would they have connected in this way? Exactly. You know? Yeah. So you have to I guess you have to kind of have faith and like Yeah, you know, this is where I'm at for a reason. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like you just lay it out. And I feel like that's sort of been refreshing and new for me too, is sort of mm-hmm. um a big thing with, I guess, online date, I, um, I can only talk from my perspective is like, people always say like, what are you looking for? So whether mm-hmm. it's casual or looking for a relationship or whatever, and even that conversation mm-hmm. is so refreshing to like lay out either expectations or no expectations mm-hmm. and to like adults, like actually putting into words again, whether you believe them or not, it's like, you have to have faith. Otherwise, why waste your time? And mm-hmm. it's like, Wow, it's like real adults being like, I'm not looking for that, or I want to be in a relationship. And it's like, okay, well, I don't. So this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. Yeah. Thing. It's really cool. But I will say, too, I don't know if you have anything like from an astrological point of view. Also, was it a mm-hmm. full moon the other day? I feel like somebody posted a picture. Maybe it just looked pretty. No. And they posted- no, it's actually a new moon today, which is very oh, auspicious okay. for our second season. <laughs> um, <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, the moon is new. I think it's at like one thirty. I okay. have to double double check. I usually do a newsletter on that whole bit, and I haven't been doing that because yeah, uh, things have just been crazy between crazy. homeschool yeah. and I. Bleh. But anyway, yeah, it is a new a new moon, so no moon in the sky quite yet. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but it's uh, yeah, it's. I feel like astrologically, it's just like for you, it's really interesting because you have these big transits going through your relationship house. So mm-hmm. anybody who is Libra rising, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. not Libra, Leo rising, like Tina, um, should mm-hmm. should look at their chart to see if they have these big transits going through their relationship house. And that's also a fun tip for people who follow like the general like horoscopes, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I always tell people if they ask, because some people really don't read horoscopes, but people that right. are interested in it. Um, you should mm-hmm. always read your rising signs horoscope too. Like people will always read their sun sign, but of if you course, read your yeah. rising sign as well, um, that's often the more accurate um, horoscope for you because, so yeah, because the rising sign determines like the sign that your, your personal birth chart um, begins with in the first house. Cause it has to do with your time of birth. Like that's what makes all these transits oh, unique for God. you. So like everyone's experiencing like Saturn and Pluto. Well, Saturn is not. Well, okay. So Saturn is. Is it in Capricorn or Aquarius? I don't even know because it's retrograde. Let me check. Um, okay, so let's use one that I know. <laughs> Pluto is in Capricorn. I, I should it. know where Saturn is. This is like just I don't proof of so- how of how not in the loop I am astrologically because of all the COVID news that I need to stop paying attention to because it's just yeah. annoying. It's too um, much. But um. 
Is Saturn? I have to check now because it's going to bother me. It's just okay, funny. Saturn because, is it's Capricorn. funny to hear you. Oh, it's in Capricorn yeah. because it, yeah. you sound like real mad scientisty. Like, do I? Is Capricorn <laughs> is it? In, and I'm like, I don't know. And it's like I could picture you, you running around like a lab. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Saturn, Saturn moved into Aquarius for a little bit, and then it uh-huh. retrograded back into Capricorn. So, got it. Okay. Yeah, I should have known that because Saturn's been retrograde for a while. So, okay, so Saturn mm-hmm. and Pluto are both in Capricorn. So everyone is experiencing these like Capricorn themes with restructuring mm. and mm-hmm. like Pluto. It's more like yep. a more of like a cleanser or healer, like bringing up stuff from you know below the depths, um, from the depths. Yeah, below the surface, yeah. from the depths. Um, yeah, but depending on what your what time you were born, that will tell you like what section of your birth chart these transits are happening in. So, like for mm-hmm. you, it's happening in your relationship house. Um, mm. For me, it's okay. in my house of home and my house of creativity because sometimes huh. it can be two different houses depending on like right. where the signs um, change for you. But it's all right. based on the time you were born. So like some, if you're reading a horoscope and it's for like, for me, if I'm reading a Taurus horoscope, it's really like, if it's saying like, oh, this month is going to be all about money for you. It's that's not really true because as a Virgo rising person, like my money house is totally different from a Taurus rising person. They're basing it on like where the planets would be in these houses Mm -hmm. Oh, on, right. right like that's just how it works so like yeah. when they say like money is a focus it's because something's happening in your second house it's not because like they're looking in a crystal ball like it's very right. just like or like big career changes are on the horizon there's something right. happening in your career house so right interesting yeah it's actually well, very logical how all of that happens you know like yeah. if mars moves into a sign it's like that's significant so anyway, whatever. I'm not making sense now. It's kind of, I guess, tricky to explain. Um, but yeah, so for you, it's going to be very, it's, it's, I think relationships are interesting just given, you know, the, like what's happening right now. But mm-hmm. for you, it's going to be extra interesting because you're going through this like three-year phase of like new foundations for your relationships. So like you doing Whoa. the online dating thing is kind of like, it makes sense that like there's a new backdrop, there's a new foundation for like how you're meeting people. Yeah. Um, and I think wow. it's really good and like healthy for you to like, you know, keeping your past relationship in mind, like what you don't want to bring into this new phase. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if you were still with him, you would probably be like breaking up right now or soon, like, or it would just right. be like unbearable. You're just like, I don't want this. Right. Like you would just feel so limited yeah. um, by it. So it's good that, you know, you're moving forward with something new, I would say. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you're so picky is like, that's just, it's fine. I mean, it's fine, but it's like, it's also very Virgo. You know, you have a lot of Virgo in your chart. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, like I say, uh, like when people are like, they're picky. Mm-hmm. I'm also like, I, I almost like hate saying picky, picky. because it has yeah. such a like negative, um, like connotation like where it's 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 like off-putting when somebody's like well I'm really picky and it's like well one picky it's isn't bad when you're talking about like relationships but it's like it's also weird to be like I don't think I'm picky because you I'm know like, what you why want people just be fucking normal I don't know yeah. like you know why is it picky to want people with their shit together that are funny and cool and smart 
Like it's not. Yeah. No, it's, that's not picky. I mean, I shouldn't use the word. Picky is definitely like a Virgo word. Like they tend to be picky eaters or just picky, you know, because they notice all the details and they feel like, like they know what they want or they don't know what they want. So they can't make a decision. Like they have like, Uh but that's also like you not wanting to hurt people's feelings is very Libra. (laughs) extremely they're the worst no they're not the worst I'm just kidding they just they don't they they they're very like polite they don't want to hurt people's feelings they don't want to upset people they're all about the harmony you know so it's like yeah so it's interesting (laughs) to look at it um and I think it's really important with astrology to remember that like this isn't like it's it's like I mean the way we're talking about it it's this is like your personality it's not like Right. It's, it, there's good and bad to all of it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like a bad, it's not like you're, it's not like all Virgos are just like super right. it's picky all, and like, that's not. We can't blame it on astrology as much as we would love to be like, it's sorry, I'm a Virgo. Get out. I hate yeah. you. Like yeah. that's, that's not, but it's fun to use it as a crutch. But it also, it just under, it helps you understand like their patterns, like these are patterns that right. you have and your tendencies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, right. we learn these from like, it's, I feel like mm-hmm. it's tricky because it's like so much of it is like indicates what your, how you were raised and who you grew up around and like what you absorbed, like their, their patterns. It's just another right. way of like looking at these at, at patterns that you have. So it's not, you don't want to limit yourself to it mm-hmm. but it's also like I feel like it's good to know what your limitations are so you can work with them you know so if it's like yeah. if you know that you like being a Libra sun with the Virgo moon and then you have Mars and Mercury also in, in Virgo mm-hmm. so that's like there's a lot of like analyzing there because Virgo's yeah. extremely detail-oriented and analytical Mm-hmm. and and Libra's always weighing both sides so overthink. it's really yeah it's uh-huh. really easy for you to overthink but then like mm-hmm. you have Venus and your rising sign in Leo which is so comfortable and warm and enthusiastic it's like it's interesting to have like it's nice that you have the Leo to kind of like it because I feel like right. and I know just from like knowing you for so long and like knowing so many people who have known you for so long, like you just feel very comfortable and easy to people. Like you're easy to be around. You're easy to get along with. So it's like, right. which, which Libras typically are. I'm into them and I'm when not. You're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, the curse of a blessing. Like, I was just going to say that you yeah. took the words out yeah. of my mouth, but, um, yeah, yeah it will be interesting <laughs> to, look into this more deeply in the next episode with yeah I got some stories to share yeah it'll be Mm. fun to hear the story and then we can put an astrological spin on them see what it Mm -hmm. means I know should I start asking people their birth time I was just going to say that we're like psychic today I was like they should have this information on what is it tinder you should they should have like birth time birth date birth time it's the most important thing I will say this. It's not birth time, but a lot, a lot of people are like, I'm an Aries. Got with their sign in their profile. <laughs> Be like, look, I need more than your sun sign, okay? I need to know right. moon sign, Venus, and Mars at least. Yeah. <laughs> and and not the whole thing. Like, unmatch, and then I never get to see them again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God. But yeah. It's, so it's going to be fun. I'm yeah, excited. I also fun. like, we had 
talked about last season is like so many people, they usually either talk to astrologers or they go to psychics or whatever it is about romantic relationships. And I have Mm -hmm. never, I've never like dove into that part of my chart really. And I've never really asked because it's like, I was always like, how do I get rich and famous? Like where are the fucking stars at for that? Um, And so I'm, it's almost, I feel a little weird because I don't really Mm -hmm. like to talk about relationships that much. Mm -hmm. Um, I've just, I don't know. It's just a, a, I don't know, a thing I've sort of struggled with my whole life, but um, I think it'll be fun to, to look at for sure. And then even just like the different signs, like how, how they, um, what they're going through as far as like, you know, relationships go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you can definitely go through relationship things without having like a significant transit you know but it's like for you this is really going to be fun because it's like Saturn going through relationship houses is exciting if you're (laughs) single I think because I mean Saturn gets a bad rep because it's it can be very limiting and it can feel heavy but if Mm -hmm. you if you know what you want and you're like I like I think it's like especially for someone like you like I don't want to say like use the word picky again, but it's like if you know what okay. you want and it's like healthy, mm-hmm. yep, you're you're building a new foundation that's going to support like your next phase of life. Like you've only yeah. you only have Saturn here like once every like practically thirty years, so this is like a first time sort of that's thing for you in your adult crazy. life. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's it's a, a big comforting. deal. Yeah. yeah. So cool. have faith, girl. It's going to be good. And Jupiter also is like right there too. And Jupiter's like the good luck planet. It'll be interesting seeing how that plays out Ooh. with Saturn because Jupiter is like expansive and Saturn is, can be more, it can be restricting, but it's, it's always to, it gets rid of the things. Like I wouldn't expect like if someone's a bad match, like you're going to know soon, like it's not going to work out. It's going to feel hard. Immediately. Yeah, uh-huh. like, it's not going to be like, oh, you have a lesson to learn. I mean, you might. I'm not saying you don't. Like, I'm not God. But, I mean, yeah. generally speaking, like, it seems like you kind of learned that what isn't right for you from your previous yeah. union. But all, although it's so, I mean, I'll say there are, like, moments, very mm-hmm. quick, small moments where you sort of fall back into the same pattern, like, with most yeah. things in life. And you have to, like, shake yourself out of it because you're like, what am I doing? Because mm-hmm. it's like some weird comfort in yeah. the, the the bad or the discomfort or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, also quick sideline, because I'm actually cracking up when you said Jupiter, because when I used to love Ross Ingham, where's Ross, if you're listening ever, <laughs> um, and I, we used to write notes, you know, everybody wrote notes back and forth. And I'm pretty sure I used to love the singer Jewel, like so much. And I, I remember I that would, about you. I would write quotes about like like um or song lyrics around like the perimeter of the note or whatever. And our guy friends, Brad and Rich and even CJ, I don't know who found it or saw it, but of course it had to become a big joke in our friend group that I quoted a jewel song in a in a note I wrote to Ross. And um <laughs> I can't. Um, but, uh, that just made me think about that because sometimes I still see Brad and <laughs> quotes the Jewel song and I'm like, you Oh my jerk. God. They don't let anything <laughs> die. Just let Never. it go. 
Oh Nothing dies. 20 years of being made fun of for quoting Jules' song. Oh my God. <laughs> I think it's sweet. I don't know what the quote is, but I like it. How can you not like Jewel lyrics? It was so good, but I'm pumped, man. Season two. We're talking about relationships. We want to get more people involved. Yeah, if you have relationship questions, like send them to us. We can talk about them on the air. (laughs) We can talk about them in the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I can't stress enough to people, like, you know, uh, people are uneasy, but like, we are all about like confidentiality. If you don't want your name or a fake name or anything that would like, Mm We, we're not here to air anybody's dirty laundry. We just we love people if that hasn't come clear. And we love like learning about people and just knowing different stories and backgrounds and what people are going through. And it's just fun to talk about. So we would love people to. Um, and even to if you're married out. or committed, like everything, still, like yeah. anything, um, any, any relationship. Yeah. yeah. Any, any sort of situation. Yeah works and I mean yeah I think it's just again interesting from from the back end because you're married with a kid mm-hmm. and I you know we always vow to be transparent here so I feel like it'll be fun to talk about like the different perspectives of like like you said how different dating is now or like you know uh, like some of the themes of like sometimes people are with their partner for years but they still experience those weird um like feelings of not being enough or is this yeah. real or is Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's all things that we all go through and it doesn't really matter what our relationship actually looks like. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be fun to, to talk about and, and dissect. And so I'm pumped. Awesome. Yay. All right. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you again for tuning in. Yeah. We're at season two of avoiding the crowd. We're going to be making some updates to the website and um, just sort of cleaning up, you know, what our goals are here with the podcast. And we're so grateful for you tuning in. And um, I guess we'll see you next week for yes. sort of like the, the official first episode, even though this is our welcome back episode. But um, And Tina, uh, Tina's going to share all of her intimate details about her, her life, her love life. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I've been engaging in risky behavior. So take that information, do it at what you will. But I am... <laughs> I am ready to be open because life has been weird, even just in three weeks of the shit oh, I wow. like. It's been fun, but it's mm-hmm. like crazy. Yeah. So, well, we're gonna I, we're, we're gonna leave you hanging, and you're yeah. just gonna have to wait till next week to hear about exactly. what's going on. Crazy, <laughs> crazy shit. All right. Well, thank you so much for being in, guys. We'll see yes, you next guys. week. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week.